hey, we're back, people. Let's do this. This is the Eric Terrell Show on the Lolo Network. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm on the Lolo Network. We're back. We're doing this again, okay? This is the season six premiere of the Eric Terrell Show. And um, a lot of things are happening right now. Like, there's a studio around me. Like, this is a... <laughs> This is a this is pretty cool. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like somebody's invested in me right now. I don't know <laughs> I don't know what to think. Uh, so um, okay, today we're talking about black Republicans. Everybody. Now, first of all, I want you to know that I am a black Republican. <laughs> I'm a black. <laughs> I'm lying. I'm not a black Republican. <laughs> That's not true. I d- it didn't even feel right saying that. I don't know. <laughs> I told myself I would I would make that convincing. Okay, now uh, before I move on, I want to introduce you uh, to to one person at this particular moment. All right, now this woman is going to serve as a special co-host on many of my episodes this season. All right, and her name is Tony Crawley. <laughs> McDougal. Mick. McDougal. <laughs> Tony Crawley McDougal. She's got three names. <laughs> Somebody's important if they've got three names, I believe. That's that's um is 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 that is that a bunch of different family? That's a bunch of different family. Family names. And you gotta get all three in because I got different life, different background, and people gotta know, oh yeah, that's that Crawley girl. <laughs> now Crawley is Maiden name. Maiden name. Okay. And McDougal is your husband's name. My husband's name, but it's my business name, so I gotta hold on to it. So sometimes you're Tony McDougal. Sometimes I'm Tony McDougal. And sometimes you're Tony Crawley McDougal. And other times I'm Louise Antoinette. <laughs> now who who is this? Is this that's is this me. Roman that's, alter that's, ego? That's me. That's the other me. It's Louise Antoinette. It's Tony. It's a combination. That's why you gotta say it all so they know <laughs> it's me when you're speaking of me. <laughs> now we're we're gonna learn more about. TCM, all right, as the show progresses, as this season progresses, we're going to learn a lot about TCM. Um, we're going to learn a lot about, a lot about me, I guess. Uh, I don't know, I don't know what we're going to learn about me. I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think there's anything uh, that, that you need to know. There's nothing you need to know. I'm, um, <laughs> my life is an open book. Now, first of all, I want to let you guys know, um, we have a few, a few special guests, okay? We actually today have three special guests, three special guests, potentially. Now, um, one of them, I don't know if they'll show up, but I believe I'm confident that <laughs> I'm confident that we've got two special guests because I'm looking at one right now. And one of them gave us a promise that they will call in when it's time for us to have that special guest. And the third special guest uh, may not show up, but we love that special guest just as much as we love everybody else because that special guest. I like literally just got out of the hospital. Okay, had a tough day yesterday, and that's the person. Uh, you, you've, if if you've seen the flyer, then you know who they are. Um, but if you don't, keep them in your prayers. Uh, we're we're praying for um, our uh, our missed special guest. Hopefully, they're able to join us. If they're not, that's fine too. And two of those special guests, maybe three. I'm not sure about the third one, uh, but two of them are black Republicans. Now. I've got questions. I feel like we've all got a few questions. Now, wh- just just why the hell are you such a damn unicorn? Just what possessed you to be this mystical creature? Okay, what what got into you? Okay, did you go away to some camp and like like the movie Get Out? Did the, did the white people take your brain and just cut your head off and just stick something in there? I don't know. Did you did did you fall into a ditch 
and you had to uh, get a chip put in your, in your head like they do on Scandal, and they possessed you and made you do things, they blackmailed you. Something had to happen, okay? I want to know what happened. I want to know what happened, and I want to know from the horse's mouth. And we've got two horses, and I can't wait to talk to these horses. All right. Now, uh, like I said, why are you Republican? Do you feel any stigma or deprecation from the African Americans uh, of whom you know or uh, African Americans everywhere about your political views? How do you respond to this stigma? Now, in 2004, a study was done by NBC News, and the study resulted in the fact that, based on the people who uh, they polled, that 13.7% of blacks identified as conservative or extremely conservative. 14.4% identified as slightly conservative, and less than 10% of that sample size identified as Republican or leaning <laughs> Republican, which is interesting. Um, I'd be damned if they lent, <laughs> if they leaned <laughs> that way last year. All right. So um, I don't know when I'll be funny again. I'll let you guys know that uh, when, when, I, when I have an opportunity. Um, we've got Eric's Five Things today. Um, I don't know uh, when I'll be on stage next locally. May 26th and 27th, you can catch me in Harrisburg at the Comedy Zone. Comedy Connection coming up soon. I've got a lot of info for you guys coming up. Now, this is the best place for the most interesting, the most poignant, the most current topics in race, relationships, and religion. And today we're talking about these black Republicans. Now, one thing I'm going to say before I allow Tony to weigh in and our first special guest is that <laughs> I'm impressed with anybody, first of all, that's able to do what's seemingly undone, all right? You got to be bold to be such a unicorn, first of all. I admire your guts. Now, I say this because these are all pretty bold people, I believe. I, of the black Republicans that I've seen, I've never met any. Hopefully, I'll meet two today. Of the ones I've seen, they've been pretty bold people, brash people, in-your-face kind of people. I'm going to let you know what I think, and I don't care kind of people. I'm white, and I don't give a damn kind of people, uh, <laughs> even though I don't look white. Because basically what I'm saying is if you ask a black person that's Democrat, why are you a Democrat? They may not have such an interesting answer. Well, you know, I, I, I'm supposed to be a Democrat. <laughs> if you ask a black Republican, why are you Republican? Odds are you'll more than likely get a better answer from black Republicans as to why they're Republicans, and I can't wait to ask that question soon. Now, Tony, what do you think about these about these unicorns? Are you are you impressed? Are you? Well, I'm not the one to ask, but I like the new name you've given them, the unicorns. <laughs> I'm going to stick to that and hold on to them. This will <laughs> be a history lesson for me, and it'll be an eye-opening. Um, uh, conversation because um, I'm not the political one. Yeah, yeah. N neither am I. Clearly, that's why I'm glad we've <laughs> we've got three people that that are <laughs> two to three people that that kind of know politics. Me and Tony are kind of just hanging out, um, <laughs> asking questions um, and scratching our head. Just, just. <laughs> I feel like we need a better name than unicorns. I feel like unicorns is good. I did well with that, but unicorns really don't exist. Like they don't. <laughs> They they don't exist. Because maybe these Republicans shouldn't? They shouldn't. They shouldn't. But they do. Uh, it's weird. Okay. Now, my first special guest who's going to be hanging out with us 
um, she's going to be hanging. She's going to be popping up sporadically throughout the entire show. And her name is Lady Bella from the Diva 65 Project. The Diva 65 Project is Lady Bella's new radio show. She's here to join us, and she is a political commentator. From her show, The Diva 65 Project, Lady Bella, what's happening? Hey. <laughs> Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Goodness. Now, you, you don't have a horn coming out of your head, do you? No, I am not a Republican. I didn't think so. I, I, I didn't. I didn't. What, what, what do you think about, about these weirdos? Well, for one thing, <laughs> I think that I'm really often <laughs> when blacks become Republicans, they are prominent people. They have a few dollars. Yeah. So sometimes when people get a few dollars, they try to go to the other side. Right. Because it's it's more fashionable and they can look down their nose at the ones on the other side of where they came from. That That's an interesting thing that I also wanted to kind of point out is that we don't really know them. I mean, like I said I don't know any black Republicans and I don't think that's by, by happenstance. I don't believe, <laughs> based on where I come from, I'm really geared towards having a circle in which black Republicans exist. Do, do you know any? I met one at my class reunion, and I, I sat next to him, and I looked at him when he was making certain statements going, please, we went to school together. <laughs> 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 you, but all of a sudden, you got a few dollars, <laughs> so now you're a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, all I had was a 2004 study. That study's kind of old. Uh, a, a, a more A more updated study that I have from blackdemographics.com. Uh, done by the University of California, Berkeley, um, reports that 3% of blacks are Republican and 3% of blacks are registered independents that lean Republican. A lot different than 2004. 13.7% now 3%. Um, 6% counting those that lean Republican. And I think that's because, as most of us know, our country is, uh, or, or, or ha has a history of blacks being the Republic Party. And then it kind of changed, that kind of switched over time. So I think that that pattern continued into this century. Tony, you got any thoughts over there, or are you just? Wait, I'm sitting here listening. <laughs> you said that 3% later on, more blacks became Republican? They were Republicans after Lincoln freed the slaves. Blacks were in the Republican Party, but at some point the Republican Party changed and blacks flipped over to the Democratic Party. I see, I see, I see. All right, there we go with our history lessons. <laughs> <laughs> um, really, no, that's interesting. And, and um, Lorraine, you just said it. Things changed, caused a group of people to make a dramatic change in their political beliefs their ties and what they were going to be dedicated to. I never knew that, Eric. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 something that I we kind of forget. That. Even people who know that kind of forget that because it's so especially these days we're so bipolar and everybody's got such strict party affiliations, mm -hmm. especially black people, if so I must Lorraine, say. You think they switched because of how they were being treated or was it a financial by why th how they were time? being treated? They they switched over because the Republicans basically believe in small government, um, everybody for themselves. And in the beginning, the political process in our country was built on uh, property. 
So you could only vote if you had property. Well, we know that once people got free from slavery, the majority of our people did not own property. So the people who owned property were the people who could vote. Well, that's almost like today. Property yeah. represents value. Power. Power, the status in life. So um, I don't know, Lorraine, you bringing those years back to now, 2016, <laughs> 17, rather. Lorraine is Lady Bella, if you're confused. That's <laughs> that's that's Lorraine's real name. Uh, t- t- Tony knows uh, Lorraine. I, I just know Lady Bella. But <laughs> we are, y'all ready for this news? We're ready for this news. And then we got five things. <laughs> five things. What's really relevant? <laughs> now, after the CEO apologized, the man who was dragged off of that United flight. Oh, my. Asked the judge to preserve all recordings and requested the police f- personal files. And this is of the Chicago Tribune. Now, I, 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 I like to had lost. I like to had lost it when, I <laughs> when I saw this man knock his head across the seat and just get dragged. At some point, you got to get up and walk. I think this is. I think. I think this is one of those stunts where somebody just tries to get as much money as they can, which is admirable. But that's risky on a plane. I mean, Jesus Christ. That's risky. Did you see this video? I didn't see it in its entirety. I just saw the blood on his face. So I didn't know if they did the blood or if it happened as a result of them dragging him. I wasn't sure what happened. But either or, I felt sorry for him having to give up his seat, period. Not Forced yeah, to yeah. give up his seat. Yeah, but because, the, because the plane was crowded and somebody more, more important than him wanted to sit down. Is That's what happened, right? That's what happened. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's uh, what happened. A hap- couple people more important than him wanted yeah, to Yeah, well, I don't seats. think they would have treated him that way if he had not been of a different, if he had been of a different persuasion. I think they would have tried to remove him because they did it randomly. Mm-hmm. But because he was who he, what he looked like, they treated him that way to find out that he was a doctor. Because even after the incident happened, they dug into his past. And started talking about he was arrested for this in the past, and that has nothing to do with. Yeah, he's happened. a thug. He's actually yeah. a thug. They had to make him look bad exactly. so that they could justify yeah. their actions exactly. towards him. Yeah, yeah. What I want to know is, after him, who else did they force off the plane? Nobody, right? Yeah, because uh, once I guess once they bothered him, that kicked <laughs> they just off. they just dragged Jackie Chan off. <laughs> well, they gonna pay? Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah they'll pay. They could drag me next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> would you do that? Would you get your nose bloodied and and, uh, and get dragged through yeah. the? They, they I, I, I would punch somebody. No, so, <laughs> Eric, you did not hear her say that they picked on him because of his um, uh, race, ethnic sensitivity. That's African American woman over there. Yeah. It would have been a whole different throwdown. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to drag Lady Bella. You're I not wish gonna you would. You're not going to drag Lady I Bella. You're not going <laughs> to mess up her makeup. You're not going to disturb <laughs> her high heels. And you are not going to touch her. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, how, how, how would that video go? I, like, imagine, imagine <laughs> if all of us would just imagine ourselves in the video. I, I just Ooh. don't know if I'm, I mean, I'm gangster. Sometimes I'm gangster. But I ain't that gangster. I would get up and walk. I would say, listen, well, if you want me off the plane that bad. <laughs> I would have taken the eight hundred dollars, maybe. He Is said that what they were offering? He said he had to seat? get back to his patients. He's a doctor, so he had a serious issue. So if you're asking me, I may have taken the money if I didn't have the issues that he had or the urgency to be where he needed to be. Right. So that's an individual kind of yeah. response. They damn sure wouldn't drag a first class. <laughs> 
somebody in first class off. Well, you wouldn't have to. They're at the door. But <laughs> what's really relevant? All right. Now, the, I'm gonna I'm gonna read a tweet. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. This is a tweet by Lady Bella's favorite person in the world. <laughs> uh, Mr. Donald J. Trump tweets. Okay, now this is just this is just funny. This is just funny because everything he tweeted is wrong. Everything he tweeted, except for one thing. Now this is what the tweet says. Great win in Kansas last night for Ron Estes. Easily winning the congressional race against the Dems, who spent heavily and predicted victory. Now, this tweet was in the Huffington Post because literally every fact that he said in this tweet is incorrect, except for the fact that Ron Estes won the election. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, may maybe we should start a segment called How Dumb is Donald? I, I just, I just, because he said that it was an easy victory. Um, I'm sure he thought his victory against Hillary was easy as well. Uh, the, 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 the race was anything but easy. And he did not, uh, the, the Dems did not outspend the Dems. <laughs> did not outspend, I think he slurred us there, I'm not sure what that is. The Dems did not outs, outspend uh the campaign of Thomas Stace. I don't know. Anybody got comments? Or we, or well, we I do on? know that the Dems only lost by 8,000 points. 8,000 votes, rather. Okay. That's that's not a lot. Right. So if so, if 8,000 Dems hadn't been lazy, <laughs> yeah. you'd have won that one. Yeah. But we're on their heels. Lazy Dems jack us up sometimes, yes, they don't do. they? <laughs> but, and then they, they want to march. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They want to protest stuff. Ooh, the lazy Dems. Mm -hmm. I like that name. <laughs> Them LDs, LD, because they are LD. They, they're, they're very, they're very, they're, they're very bad. What's really relevant now? An eight-year-old boy, an eight-year-old boy in Ohio, drove his younger sister to McDonald's after she craved a burger. I just want to know what you guys think about that because, <laughs> because all because because here's 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 what I think here's what I think about this eight year old child. All right, now this is from Fox News, and I believe that one or two things happen when you got children like this. I'm very interested in parenting, and what I believe is that number one, this child is going to take over the world one day. Okay, any child with these kind of balls, with this kind of these kind of guts, is going to really shake this world up. Like he can either be the next the next the the next Barack Obama or uh I I don't want to say Barack Obama but because um nobody's that or he's just going to be in in prison somewhere doing a life sentence by the time he's 13 what do you <laughs> but 8 year old says a lot says yeah. that he's been independent for a long time and somebody told him his how to drive and he is riding for his younger sister he's or driving for his younger, his younger sister, younger sister. His he's drive also, or die. Also proved that he's had to do a whole lot on his own. Um, and if he went on ahead and did what he did, drive this little girl to satisfy her cravings, we're worthy adults. And he's accustomed to adults not being around or not being able to be useful to his needs. So he went on ahead and just did his own thing. 
Take his sister. I like it. Take I like it. Bed. Part of me loves it. Part of me loves it. I, I I think I'm just so impressed that he did this successfully. Yeah. And there you go with parenting. That sounds like there weren't any. Yeah, yeah. No, that's very true. Lady Bella? Oh, I agree. Was this a, a African-American child? You know, that's interesting. Um, I doubt it, first of all. Well, it's Fox News, probably not. <laughs> they... They're, they're, they're not putting wow. the, the, the bold black boys in the news. You know, they don't care now about if that. It had Because it had been a black child. Oh, yeah. Stole. Stole his. Stole. <laughs> little thug. And yeah. kidnapped, kidnapped his sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then robbed the McDonald's to get the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> robbed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. We got five things, Tony? We got five things. We got Eric has five things or five signs that you ain't black no more. The five signs. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm too hot. Lois. <laughs> Let Lois tell I, I get too hot in the microphone. Here we go. Um, I got to stop screaming. The five signs. You ain't black no more. Now, listen here. After this, we've got our special guest coming up. All right. This is going to be good. But these are the five signs. Tony. You ain't black no more. Number five. Mm-hmm. I'm just go ahead and get it out the way. You voted for Donald Trump. We, we just <laughs> you just go ahead and turn your black card in. I'm pretty sure we all know by now. I'm pretty sure we all know that that <laughs> that, that ruins your blackness. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Another sign you ain't black no more. Number four. Mm-hmm. You protested for Blue Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you ain't black no more. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think I don't think you're black no more. Now this is this is this is just a reminder for people just tuning in. This is the Eric Terrell show. You listen to the Eric Terrell show on the Lolo Network. Very happy to be on the Lolo Network. Lolo. One more time, this is the Lolo Network. Shout out to Lolo, owner of the Lolo Network. <laughs> Lolo, Lolo Network, and these are the five signs you ain't black no more. Number three. You ain't black no more. You watched the entire Academy Awards show from start to finish. <laughs> that's that's a, that's the thing that I don't that I don't think black people do. If you don't act, if you don't, <laughs> I think Lady Bella did it. I think Lady, I think Lady Bella did it too myself. <laughs> think Lady Bella. All right, here we go again. Another sign that you ain't black no more. Number two, mm-hmm. you date. White women exclusively. Now, I know a few brothers to do this, <laughs> and I, I, t- I take I take my precious opportunities to remind them that you can do this if you like. But you are not black. <laughs> you are not an African American man. If the only women that you date. <laughs> Or a woman that what 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 they say, Tony? If you if they if you can't if she can't use a comb, don't bring her home. What? <laughs> Woo! Last but not least, signs that you ain't black no more. Number one. Mm. Number one. Tony, this is number one. This is number one. This last but not least. <laughs> You've seen every Harry Potter movie, but have not seen Roots. You ain't black no more. Or Friday. <laughs> or any episodes of Martin. These people exist, Tony. I, <laughs> you know this. I think of my son. <laughs> he 
seen every Harry Potter. I think he's on that list. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He can be delivered. Hallelujah. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> seen every Harry Potter movie. <laughs> Tony, t- Tony, you can't be serious. <laughs> Has he never you seen Friday? Now, first of all, I love Harry my Potter. Let me say that much right now. Person. My son walks in peace, and anything that brings disturbances to his inner self, he won't watch. Not that he did wasn't interested in Roots and didn't want to see all of that because of his background and not being, being anti-black. It was too sad for him. I remember him saying, yeah. I don't want to watch that. Well, he tried. Did he try? Did he sit down and make a valiant effort, or did he just give up before He's watching before Kunta got his foot cut off? Okay, underground. Okay, series. I mean that's mm-hmm. a start. That's a start. Fresh Prince. Yes. Martin. Of course. Friday. Say so. <laughs> You're sticking up for him. You don't know if he's seen these movies. I live with him. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. I try. How old is your son? He's 24 now. Mm, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. That's a lot of years. That's a lot, a lot of years. Of years. Good. A lot good. Of years. No. Well, well you and know guess what? what? He's the same way. Whether it's roots or underground or anything else, even if it's a bad report on the radio, if it disturbs his spirit, he stays away from it. If it disturbs his spirit. Yeah. Some people don't want to hear all of that or see all that or you know it's uncomfortable for them. Okay. It's like you replaying in your mind something that happened bad to you over and over and over again, and then you never get sleep and you don't have comfort. Okay. 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 I'm That's buying what you're selling me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, this, this something deep. We're going to go into something else. But I'm going to tell you about how I keep your spirit right. You can defend your son. I, 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 no doubt. I, uh. <laughs> hey, blood is thick. Blood is thick. You got you, you to you stick up for your son's blackness, Tony, yes, by any means. Mm-hmm. By any means. Hey, okay. But Friday... Fresh Prince Martin, that's a start. He's got to <laughs> he's got to get he's got to get to the part where Kunta gets his foot cut off. You got to get him there. You got to get him there, and then he can stop. Okay, he doesn't have to see Kizzy, Mm-mm. Chicken George. <laughs> he couldn't get past them getting him on the boat. <laughs> he went. He went. Uh, so the rest of the series, he went Harry Potter to show up and, and save him. Let's see magic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Rather, r- rather Hogwarts than the plantation. That's fine. That's fine. I understand. I understand. Your, your, your son is all right with me. He uh, is all right. That was a <laughs> choice of entertainment, I would say. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to go to break. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back in five. Two. Two and a half. Something like that. Media Active Inc., a full-service video production company with over 20 years of experience, has everything you your next video make an impact. From scripting to shooting and post-production, our staff has the experience and professional expertise to ensure customer satisfaction every time. With 4K shooting capability, choose Media Active Inc. and let the power of video work for you. MediaActiveInc.com, 610-645-0887. Hey, it's Lolo here. They say that laughter is the best medicine. Well, if you have an iPhone, check out a new app called Laughable. You can listen to The Lolo Show and thousands of other podcasts. But what makes Laughable special is that you can search for basically any comedian and hear all the podcasts they've been on as a host or a guest, all in one place, like Greg Fitzsimmons, 
Jessica Curson, Joe Rogan, Louis C.K. You can even search for fascinating people who have been great on a podcast. It's a great way to find new podcasts and comedians to love, like that appear on The Lolo Show every week. Funny at your fingertips. iPhone users download Laughable in the App Store. Android coming later this year. Who did you call the last time your computer got sick? Did you call those geeks at the big box computer store? You know the place where you're just a number or worse. When you leave, you find out your entire computer's been wiped clean. Or did you call one of those foreign countries, you know, where you need a translator to help with tech support? The next time your computer goes on the fritz, you're going to call Dr. Bob Computers. Who are you going to call? Dr. Bob Computers. No matter how simple or complex your system's needs are, call Dr. Bob Computers at 215-206-5909 for the best and most cost-effective upgrades, new installs, rebuilds, networks, and more. Call Dr. Bob Computers at 215-206-5909 or visit them on the web at drbobcomputers.com. We're good. We're good. We're good. Okay, that's a commercial. Listen, I've never come back from a commercial break in my life, so uh, so it, it, it was it was a little weird. So I, I took a second. All right, forgive me. We're here though. We are here, and you know what? We're ready to go. We're ready to go. We got one of those horses, one of those unicorns, and I can't wait to talk to them. And they are very astute. You understand me? They are very, very aware. Uh, he he is very aware. He is very astute, and I'm so happy to have him on the sixth season premiere of the Eric Terrell show on the Lolo Network. All right. Now he ran for Congress twice. He ran for Congress two times. He's a Navy veteran and he has strong support from the Tea Party. And his name is James Jones. James. Hello. Yes, I'm here. What's going on, man? How you feeling? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you this evening? Man, we all good. We all good. We've got a uh, we've got Tony here, TCM, Tony Hi, Crawley McDougal, and we've got Lady Bella. Good evening. Hello, Tony, Lady McBella. How are you guys? We're great. <laughs> We're great. How you feel? How you feeling, James? How's your day? How's everything going? What's what's uh? Hey. You 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 everything 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 good to go today with with you and and our friends at the tea party. You guys. You... Absolutely, it has been a great day. I've spent time with family and. Going out and doing things that, you know, kind of created more bond. Got a 17 year old getting ready to get into college very soon and finally right. select the best place for her. And I, um, I should say that uh, uh, when you have talented people who look at life through the lenses of uh, what's in it for me, when I start putting my best mm-hmm. efforts forward, that's what I like to see. And I'm so proud that, uh, that I'm able to facilitate this in my own family uh, with my own children. So okay. That's what I've been doing today, sticking close to the pulse and just having a having a great day. Awesome, awesome, awesome. You're trying to find the best place for your daughter to go to college. Let me tell you right now, I can say this I can say this confidently. The best place for your daughter to go to college is Hampton University. I'm just gonna tell you straight. I'm just <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just I'm just Hampton gonna, University. Hampton Hampton <laughs> University. Okay. There's no doubt in my mind that's the best place for your daughter to go to college. All right. <laughs> All right. Now, listen here, Mr. Mr. Jones. Why are you a Republican? Well, for so long, like many other people of color, African American minorities, 
I was raised a Democrat. Right. And of course, uh, coming from a rural farming background, my family voted Democrat, and um, that's the way we all were just simply thought to um, fall in line. If we wanted to have legal crumbs from the table, we had to learn to walk, think, act, and talk like more of the Democrats that we were, we were surrounded by. And of course, as I got older and began to find out that life has a bit more to offer than what uh, some of the crumbs that fall off the table, I began to pursue it on my own. I joined the service. I became a part of the uh, war effort in Vietnam. I've also fought in Beirut, first Gulf War, and um, run my own business. I run a, a, a management consulting and HR practice, and I know that uh, if you're going to get anything out of life, it's what you put into it. And that's right. some of the ideas that I'm putting into my family. That's awesome. Now, um, I think inertia uh, and just following what we're used to, uh, not trying to shake things up, not trying to look like a unicorn when we come back home for Thanksgiving at the dinner table. I think that has a lot to do with most of the decisions that we that we make. Um, the people we date, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the career choices we make, our party affiliations. And I think, uh, like, like I said in the beginning of the show, I think if you were to ask a black person, why are you a Democrat? A lot of times you may get kind of a bad answer, maybe. Um, but if you ask a, Rep a black Republican why are you Republican, you'll probably get a better answer more often um, from, from, from more of the Republicans uh, because they decided not to, not to go with the default and they decided to test the waters and do things differently and do, uh, most importantly, what they really felt. Uh, so I know you said your family voted Democrat and you were raised, raised to walk and talk like a Democrat. So, I mean, it's, it's a really bold thing for you to, to decide to just up and be Republican. Now, um, you made this decision to be a Republican. Now, Tell, tell, tell us, tell, tell me and, and, and all of the wonderful listeners, as well as Lady Bella and TCM, what are the biggest political ideas that you believe you stand on um, that align with your party affiliation? Some of the political ideas, that I, if I could just list uh, a couple of the top three. Now, of course, I come from a, a family that uh, have strong Christian values. So it's important to me to just look at the top three values. Uh, uh, I mean, looking at what Jesus taught as a Christian. Uh, Jesus said that if a man doesn't eat, then he should not, you know, if a man doesn't work, then he should not eat. And, of course, I believe that that goes a very long way into capitalism, entrepreneurship, and being able to survive on your own. Secondly, I believe that, uh, as a Christian, that life has a significant value to it. Um the unborn child has a right to life, and I believe that living is only meant for those who can be able to say, I could have been aborted, but my mom and dad didn't. They allowed me to live and to live on seven other, uh, six other siblings, and we all love one another. Uh, my mom and dad both are deceased, but I can say that uh, the values which they left for us, uh, we all know that it helped us to be even stronger uh, as Christian, as men and women, and as we're trying to um, make the, an accomplishment in life, we know what it has to take. So I'd have to say uh, right to life. I would have to say capitalism. And I would have to say a strong military front. Uh, my great-grandpa, uh, David Franklin, was in the uh, Army. 
fought in France in World War I. He brought back many ideas and shit with my older brother and my cousins and nephews, I mean, nieces. What we got a chance to learn was what a black man experienced in France in World War One, even though he was there to fight for our country. I felt very proud, very patriotic when I heard my grandfather discuss some of the um, disparities that he suffered. Being a, 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 a ground trooper, he was only required, allowed to drive trucks, uh, transport trucks, hauling equipment, setting up, you know, food and all those types of things, until the commanders realized that we've got able and willing bodies here. These black men want to fight. And they finally engaged my grandfather and many others, and they began to fight, and we won the war. Oh, so okay. I'm a military person. Gotcha. I believe in supporting the national security. I believe we have a president that uh, simply says that if we have a strong military, then we can have a strong nation. Our national security will be strong. We can support our allies. And I believe that our allies are looking to us, the United States of America, as being a country that has been a forefront leader for many, many years. And I don't think we should change that. I'm so glad that we have a President Trump as a leader of the free nation. And okay. he and I have met, and I've shared many of my values with him. And he shared his values with me. But, of course, I'm here as an entrepreneur, and I believe that I can support him. And I believe he'll be able to support me and many others like me, whether it's uh, African-American or entrepreneurs, period. I believe he'll be able to open up more doors and venues for us to make it easier for us to survive and to provide for our families and uh, our future. So those are the three things. Uh, capitalism, uh, as a Christian um, a military structure and a right to life. Gotcha. Partly because he he has such a great business mindset, you believe himself, uh, which is why he's he's better suited and equipped to to support entrepreneurs and business in the economy, right? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, when I met with him, um, uh, President uh, candidate Trump last year uh, when he was on the campaign trail right here in Philadelphia, uh, me and eleven other. Uh, African-Americans were considered uh, 12 of the black leaders from the city of Philadelphia. And we felt very strong and privileged to be able to spend time with him in a very intimate setting at the view on, on North Park Street in Philadelphia. Okay. okay. We had a chance to get to know him, and he got a chance to get to know us. Oh, I've seen him on the TV programs, uh, but I never really had a chance to, to actually talk with him until I had a chance to sit at the table with okay. him. Okay. Well, we, we look at him in his eyes. Okay. Okay. I don't. I don't want to st to go into talking about Donald Trump because I want me and you to stay friends. Okay, Mr. Jones. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. That's no. No. Fine. No. No. I, no yeah. No, I. I. I fully respect. <laughs> I fully respect um, your views and your opinions. Um, but let me tell you what this interview is not about. It's not about uh, your 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 um your your president. Not like I said. I fully respect your your um, party affiliations and you supporting Trump. That's awesome. Seriously. Um, so. Um, uh, and, and, and I feel like a lot of Democrats, Democrats' cons concerns with your president is uh, it has, has a lot more to do with who he is as a person. I mean, he's really just kind of a big baby um, a lot of times. Uh, but and, and um, you can you can deny that and you can um, and you and you can um, and you can stick with what he uh, his 
his uh, his his business mindset and all the things that he still has yet to prove. Um, all of that is good. Um, but <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm, I'm not comfortable with talking about him this much on my radio show. Now, um, <laughs> this uh, this interview, this uh, this this interview here is a lot more about your party affiliations, though. OK, now um, you, you can you can. Um, you can you can respond to what I said if you want. I'm not trying to just bash your president without letting you get a response. But what I really want you to respond to is uh, is is your party affiliations. Now, um, my question for you for you uh, before before you before you leave us is: Do you feel any stigma or a deprecation for um, from African Americans for your political views, and how do you respond to that? I think that. Um it depends on where you are located geographically. Uh, There's so many um, African Americans or people of color who were Democrats for so long, and that is when they see others who are uh, expanding themselves into um, uh, a Republican. You know, we the Republican Party is there, uh, the party of Lincoln, and it was the first party where more African Americans were engaged into. Uh, supporting even uh, if you look at second reconstruction, we had people that were that were uh, involved in the political parties in the United States Senate. We had several people who were U.S. senators that were people of color, and in, they were from uh, Massachusetts, Mississippi, Alabama, more of the southern states. And I think we're seeing a lot of the resurrection of that to take place because. We know that uh, there is room at the table as a Republican. At least that's the way I've been made to feel. You know, you can be a, okay. a big fish in a small pond, or you can be a small fish in a big pond. And I feel right now uh, the Republican Party is very welcoming, and I feel that there's a lot of growth opportunity for more people, such as myself and others, like a gentleman, a good friend of mine, uh, Calvin Tucker, who's um, a businessman here in Philadelphia as well. Uh, we are some of the trailblazers that we don't mind sharing our values, but our values are similar to those of many other Christians who are conservative in nature, but they don't vote conservative in nature, and that's alarming okay. in more ways um, than one. Okay. Any um, any as far as, as far as business is concerned, um, any 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 concerns about small businesses um, looking out for Big time corporations, as a small to as opposed to small businesses, a lot of the uh, small businesses um, that people of your color um, own and operate, and you know tax tax breaks for people who are not your color, and um, be it making heavy, higher taxes for um, for people of your color. And does that does that do, do does that phase you at all, or do you do you listen to those concerns? Or do you, or is that not really, or you do, is that not really aligned enough with what you think is Christian and capitalistic? And, and what uh, I look at, uh, you know, uh, Eric, when you first mentioned about the um, issue of small business, and that is a really sore, sore spot for me because for eight years, when President um, Obama walked into office. I expected him to do a great deal with the stimulus that he had received. Uh, he got uh, you know billions of dollars. He had the tarp. He had uh, uh, he was talking about cash for clunkers, uh, and he also bailed out the automotive companies. Uh, 
uh, and he was being able to select what businesses, not small businesses, but what businesses would be able to succeed and what not succeed. Gotcha. All right. And as a result of that, it had a, a tumbleweed effect that it escalated. It got much bigger. And the policies adverse affected small businesses like me and my family. Okay. Where oh, oh. I had another business at that time, but I had to sell it or uh, close doors because it could not be sustainable in an environment where no one was using small businesses or my type of services at that specific time. And I know that it, it impacted very many others as well when we were looking at competitive programs like NAFTA, uh, the North America Free Trade Agreement. For example, uh, it really hurt small businesses to outsource uh, jobs to other third world countries uh, not all were there well, but Canada, Mexico, and China. And many of the uh, supporting infrastructure jobs were outsourced, and that harmed significantly small businesses. So when I'm looking at how small businesses were impacted at the beginning of 2008 and moving forward, I'm happy to see that we have uh, more opportunities now as a Republican to see small businesses have a seat at the table. In fact, uh, about earlier in month of March 2017, there was a group meeting of African Americans in Washington, and it was diverse. Democrats, right, Republicans, Independents. Right. Everyone sat at the table and talked about what was needed for small business to grow and to sustain itself in America. All right, James. 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 Listen. Listen. Okay. We 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 got we got you with the small. You don't think you don't think Obama inadvertently. Um, you don't think he helped small businesses. Now, Tony, Lady Bella, your con Tony, well, you, before you I have any comments? To, to, to Lady Bella, because um, I, I just really want to make a comment. Um, I'm listening, and my woes concerning my president are not so much some of the party affiliation values that James mentioned. But you know what? I can't make that comment, because you're right. This is not about Donald Trump today. <laughs> it's, so it's, it's, sometimes, gonna, sometimes it's, it's, it's hard. Because I was going to make a comment concerning um, my woes concerning him. So okay. I'm going to turn it over to Lady. Yeah, Bella. we we've been dying to hear from Lady <laughs> Bella. We 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 we've got Lady Bella, Mr. Jones. She is um she she is a, a, polit a political commentator on her show, the Diva Sixty Five Project. Lady Bella, what you got? Mr. Jones, first I want to thank you for your military service. Yes, yes thank you, sir. Yes, but, sir. but I want to talk to you about a, a few yeah. things that you said at the onset about you were raised a Democrat and um, pretty much expected to take use the crumbs that were left on the table for whoever or whatever. But you, you served your country, you came out, you started your business, and you've done well. Not everybody gets that opportunity. Some of us uh, go to school, do well, but because as, a, as an African-American, we start off behind. So it, you can't catch up because there's no stimulus package for you mm -hmm. to catch up. Mm -hmm. right. So everything you do and everything you accomplish, you do it on your own. Now, I have strong Christian values, and I'm not going to get into the abortion rights, but what I am going to say is the Democratic Party has a very big tent. And because this is not, everybody thinks this was a, a Christian-born country, actually is not, and that's why it's the separation between church and state. Mm -hmm. So I don't advocate abortion, but what I do advocate is 
me not telling somebody else how to live their life. I can tell them about what I believe in and try to get them to come to believe in my Jesus, but I can't make them. And, and if I can't make them, I don't want to break them because mm -hmm. everybody has their own sins yes. and everybody's going to have to answer. So I'm happy for you that you think the Republican Party is welcoming. They're not welcoming. They look down their nose mm -hmm. at us, mm -hmm. and they constantly put us down. Mr. Trump is a businessman. In my opinion, he's not. If he's a Christian, you couldn't prove it by me with, with his statement about the two Corinthians. He didn't even know that was the book of Corinthians, uh, chapter part two. So um, there are a lot of things that uh, the Republicans do. They, they lie a lot. They lie an awful lot. They don't make sense a lot. And if you challenge them, they say you're crazy. And almost convince people that they are crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, th I think I probably would feel strange, Mr. Jones. Um, and we, we, we're, we're going to go to our, our next special guest um, in five or ten minutes. But uh, it, it's just because of all the things that Lady Bella just delineated so carefully for us. It, it, it gives them somewhat of an uppity image, if you know what I mean. It, it gives them somewhat of a condescending aura. And that, that, is, that is very off-putting to African-Americans. However, um, I, I have met, I have, I have met African-Americans who do, do do that well, and Republicans who um, are just as loving and, and as, as, uh, as down-to-earth as everybody else. But that's the image, and, and that image is, is the fault of Republicans, and especially the fault of many African-American Republicans who don't know how to look like they're like they're down who don't know how to look like they're regular or like they put their pants on one leg at a time like everybody else people like Herman Cain um, so so I mean well we, we, we're gonna move on to our next special guest before we do that I'm gonna thank Lady Bella for her comments and let you give your your uh, your your response and your um and um in, in, your, in your final statement mr. Jones well I first um, certainly appreciate hearing Lady Bella and uh, how she presented herself, and thank you very much uh, about my military service. I would do it again. I'm very happy that I have served my country, and I'm very supportive of anyone who wants to look at the military as an option to help uh, divide some of their, their background values and grow. Being in the military certainly helped me to grow. It exposed me to a lot of Disciplines that I was not aware of. For example, you talked about how the Democratic Party is a big tent. Being in the military, I did not have the luxury of saying I can be a Democrat or I can be a Republican. What I looked at was being able to get the job done and to do it in a manner that it was respectful to all of my comrades. When I was in Vietnam, I didn't care whether it was a Greenpeace, Democrat, Republican, who was there to help bring those uh, Vietnamese out of Vietnam, out of the land. I wanted to be able to do a job and to do it well. And I know that uh, as a country, as a whole, we're the greatest country in the world. There's none other like us that we can be able to uh, assert ourselves on uh, a beautiful radio station as this, that we can assert ourselves with free speech and that we can uh, look, we have a right to bear arms and that we can do so many wonderful things that other countries can't do. And I've been to those other countries, many other countries, not all, but I've been to many countries to include a lot of work that I currently do in Africa. 
you mentioned about Herman King and you mentioned about uh, how many Republicans present an uppity air. I think that's not just only from Republicans. And I lived in Atlanta before I came to Philadelphia. And Atlanta, Georgia is a city much greater in numbers with African Americans. And there are so many folks in Atlanta that present themselves very uppity as well. And many of them are affluent African Americans. Many of them are in areas like Alpharetta, and they own some multi-million dollar homes, and they make uh, professional athletes uh, uh, spend lots of money in those areas. But I can say this when it comes to individual relations. Look at the person for who they are, not for a party, and that's just the only thing I can go Yes, agreed. Look at how we we have our city in Philadelphia that is loaded with Democrats right now, and we are highest rank in poverty in the nation in the nation today. But I think if we spiced it up a little bit, put in some Republicans so that we could be able to have great debates on issues for taxes and, you know, things along that line, I think it'll make us all a far better uh, uh, city and a better country that we can have a great debates and that we can disagree and agree to disagree. But when we do agree, we walk in perfect harmony, as I mentioned earlier about being in the military. It didn't matter whether you used Democrat or Republican. It was time to fight a battle. It was the enemy. It was us against the enemy. And all of that really didn't matter with how you voted. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was we support one another. Yeah, Mr. Jones, it's it's hard. You know, it's 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 hard to, to, to throw <laughs> It's it's hard to throw punches at you and and, and fight you and, and beat you up because I mean you're such a great person you know. Oh, manners and you have a nice voice and it says I don't want to argue. He's, he's such God, a beautiful you, human God, being. He makes you want to cry. He spent time in the military. Uh, he's African American and he says everything you say sounds so good. I'm like oh I just I mm, I, I like I love we I, I don't know if this sounds like a compliment. You can take it how you want it, but you you're 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 not a regular Republican. You're n- <laughs> you're not a regular Black Republican. You're very you're very irregular for for a Republican. And I and um the the the, the, the one the one thing that I may that, that I may have have uh have qualms with a little bit that you said is about the whole uppity the whole uppity image that that they have simply simply because of some of the things that I think they believe in and uh, the fact that so many of them or so many of you guys, <laughs> I said, you guys have so much. I didn't say you people. I Like, I mean, up, uppity, I mean, you mentioned Atlanta, but you know, I don't, uh, uppity is not geographical, but it can be financial. And, I do believe that that has a ha, has a part in why uh, so many Republicans see, seem a little uppity. But we're done. Listen, we're done. We we, we got to move on. I'm terrible with timing, um, and we uh, uh we 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 still got Tony. We still got TCM here, and, and Lady Bella, and, and our next special guest is coming on in a few seconds. Um, so is there any way we can follow you, support you? Uh, you do anything that we can help with that you want to shout out before before you go? Well, not at all. I just thank you uh, very much. And I did uh, receive what you said earlier, Eric, as a compliment. And I just think that, you know, we as a society, if we can put a man on the moon, uh, you know, in my opinion, we, we, we can do better. We can do faster. We just have to use all of our resources and move people off of government dependency and 
help people to become self-sufficient. And I guess you're right. I am probably a little different Republican, but I just believe in people first. And, you know, and that's what uh, that's what the Republican Party was built on. That's what Abe Lincoln did. You know, he he, he fought a big battle. Martin Luther King Jr. fought a big battle. And I love those guys for what they did for us. Yes, we've had a black president, and I think, you know, that's something to say. Uh, but I think we have we're li- we got a long ways to go yet. We need to have a good balancing system of government so that we all can be able to see the same goal when we come to the table. And I just thank you so much for this evening. And I got a chance to chat with Lady Bella. Thanks for your time. And I appreciate you guys having me on your on your program. It was a pleasure. I want to I want to I run a management consulting company. It's called Sizzleback Commodities. Uh, you know, I got a few folks out there on my on my payroll. We work all over the country, all over the world, over the globe. Uh, doing work in uh, Nigeria, Kenya, China, uh, Mozambique, uh, Senegal, and we're looking to just grow as much as we can. And I just uh, love to see more and more people. Uh, involved with what we're doing so that we can be able to work and get better schools, better education, more people looking at each other and smiling instead of making faces and shooting at one another. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome words. Awesome words. Awesome words. We really appreciate that, Mr. Jones. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. uh, Not easy to get off the phone, but he's an amazing person. He's an amazing person. I, uh, <laughs> and he took his time. Yeah, being not clear about how he felt. Yes. Um, he was not confrontational. Not at all. He's um, an aw- he's an awesome human being. And in his heart, this is what he believes. <laughs> yes, an awesome human being. Um, and he's also prominent. He's ooh. got a few dollars. There you he's go. There prominent. you go. There you go, Lady Bella. Mm-hmm. She she had to mess mm-hmm. up us complimenting <laughs> him. <laughs> But see, that's interesting that she said that because it helps segue to our next special guest. Because, I mean, while he is also an awesome, awesome person, he's sitting right in front of in front of us. I, I mean, it's not it's not disrespectful, Robert, to say that he's not as prominent as Mr. Jones. We can almost see how Mr. Jones can fall into conservatism, right? Indeed. But Robert Hunter, on the other hand. He is uh, the fiance of a very, very good friend of mine, and he's joining us right now. We, 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 didn't know, we didn't know if you would make it, but we're so happy you made it. We, really, we, were, we were praying that you would get here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we all hear Rob? Thank, thank you. Thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you so I much. You, oh, thank, thanks for hearing me. Yes, indeed. Thank, welcome, thank, welcome. Hey, thanks everybody for being here. You know, God bless. Uh, Eric, man, when Eric Eric reached out, man, Eric is a hilarious guy. Yes, he is. I don't know if you guys ever no. seen him on stand up. <laughs> I mean, like one of his favorite. I seen him at Helium, and he said, uh, "He what is it? What was the joke? He 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 invites his family to his comedy shows, opposed to his basketball games, because uh. at least he knows he's gonna get time." <laughs> 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 so, yeah, yeah. So what Eric said when Ashley reached out, he said Eric had a show. I was like, okay, I'll you know, I'll come down, you know, and and support. So uh, awesome. I was a little late, but yeah, man, let's uh, let's 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 get the ball rolling. Awesome. Listen, Robert was late, which proves that he's down with the brown. That yeah. proves that he's one of us. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a black Republican, but I'm, I'm black first. Listen, he sh- showed up late. I think he did that on purpose to let us know that he was <laughs> he's really down with the team. Uh, um, so you got you got you guys want to start? I mean, you want me to? I have a comment. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Because, but because it goes back to James. Remember when he quoted the statement that the Bible says, if a man doesn't work, he doesn't eat. Mm-hmm. I just want to clear up that God is not saying you're going to starve, can't nobody help you, you won't get support. That's not what it means. And I know that some Republicans and some people really think that if someone doesn't work, if they don't take care of themselves, that there's a there's this wrong understanding about how you should treat a person and what they should be going through. So I wanted to make sure that that was clear. Mm-hmm. And um, before you got started, yeah. I didn't want anybody to misunderstand what God was saying. He was just really saying that he wants everybody to earn their way. But mm-hmm. we know that there are situations where some people can't earn their way. And because they don't work, don't means that they're lazy and I they should not eat. I think that, um, nice. oh, I'm sorry, just to, just to give a blank statement of like, my primary issue, I think everybody has a lot of issues. You know, everybody has a lot of reasons for, di- for different stuff. And as far as being a black, Repu- a black Republican, um, my primary issue is to, you know, ensure the engagement and interaction of our people in both political parties. So to me, so to me personally, I don't believe that there's an issue above that, uh, only because I think that where we are right now politically honestly is not in a good place you know i think that there is uh room for improvement and i think that you know not too many people are as uh you know enthusiastic to 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 change to change where we are um uh i think you know if you look at it i I think that you know two schools of thought if you look at uh from an african-american perspective you have uh um you may have a uh a a Booker T. Washington approach, you know, when he did, uh, you, you know, when he did up, up from slavery, which is more so uh, driving people where, hey, you can be successful as long as you put in hard work, kind of mirroring our, our, our guest who was on before, mm-hmm. you know, where it said the Bible said, you know, you don't work, you don't eat. And then also the, 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 the opposing approach uh, a few years later was a, like more of a W.E.B. Du Bois approach, you know, where he actually did, you know, through soul, a soul of black folk. He, you know, he studied, he came into the community. He wasn't ac- necessarily from, you know, from the community. He was, like, from uh, Connecticut or whatever. But he came to Philly to actually study the culture. And he actually, uh, his innovation was, hey, you know what? That is a great message that Booker T is setting out as far as to work hard and, you know, your hard work will pay off. But we also have to acknowledge the system. Mm-hmm. You know, there's also there's also a system in place as well. And, you know, when I, when I, when, when I look at, you know, our community and I see how predominantly we are in one party, uh, 85, 90%, I do ask the question, well, is this, is this off an individual basis or is there a whole system here? And I, I do believe that, you know, some of it is, co- you know, I don't think it's a coincidence, but I do believe that there is a system in order to keep us all in one party because it's easier to marginalize. Nice, nice, nice. Um, it's, it's interesting because that's, that, that, that's, that's kind of a, against, um, what I've always thought about about us being in, in one party or the other, because what you're saying is that you think it's easier to marginalize us if yeah. we're in one party. Yeah, um, okay. well, I'm sorry. What, what what I always thought was that it's easier to it's easier to kind of kind of bring us down if we're divided. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking at least if we're in one party, we can decide as a party what to do to help ourselves. But you're saying that. Um, if we're in one party, then we're only exposed to one thing, and we don't really know quick like how yeah. to how to go about things differently. It's it's kind of like uh, I did um I, I study politics. Uh, I went to uh, 
Penn State, I got my bachelor's degree in political science. I did a few internships. I did one internship in the city at the city level. But really when I went to the state level, I worked for um, uh, Senator Vincent Hughes. And I was able to go up there. And when I seen it, it's not that, thank you. It's not that, um, <clears throat> it was like mind shocking. Because, you know, it's my first time outside of Philadelphia, right? And, you know, politics is not hard to understand. You know, you have a, you have a huge uh, a house, you have a Senate, and you vote, majority wins, right? Right. Well, at the state level, and especially in 2012, majority of the House was Republican. Majority of the Senate was Republican. And even at the time we had uh, uh, Tom Corbett, who was the governor, also Republican, right? And, and then also you play, you, we, we play these uh, games, and I, I believe that certain issues were one party. And I, I remember one of the first things I asked was, hey, let's get something done on, on guns. You know, let's make a, let's make a gun law and, thing, and things like that. And, you know, I had a conversation with one of the counsel, uh, which was a, a, a lawyer, and he said, you know, that's not a – gun rights, the NRA, is not a partisan issue. He said, if you create a bill, if you create a bill uh, based on the NRA and you wanted to come out and, you know, take away people's guns, he can show you within the same state a few Democrats that are going to tell you to F yourself because they want to keep their NRA rating because that's what's important to their constituents. You know, so when you look at when you look at there's a difference between uh, I think we all have to look at our issues, you know, based to, you know, necessarily the party because they have interest groups and interest groups aren't necessarily as interest groups aren't partisan, meaning the NRA can donate money to uh, they can donate money to Republican candidates. They can donate money to Democratic candidates. They just donate money to based off of who's in office at the time. And I would just, you know, you know, so. Uh, it's 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 a mind shocking thing, but it's real. Do do you feel? I asked Mr. Jones the same question. Mm -hmm. Do do you feel any stigma or deprecation from African Americans for your political views, and how do you respond to that? Yes, I mean it's a it's a it's a huge stigma. You know, I don't know if if, if too many people know that, but um, and, and you know, recently I realized the reverse of it, but um. When you say you're Republican, right, you know, or, or you would get teased all the time and say, hey, yeah, you're a Republican, man. You're a Republican. And, you know. Robert, you was it worse before or after Trump's election? Um, <laughs> I think that I think that I think that actually uh, I actually I think it was worse before. Really? I wow. think it was worse before. Even before he took office and he hit us over the head with that one. Okay. Yeah, because it was just like and, 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 and honestly, when I started speaking, because uh, I'm, I'm part of the uh, Philadelphia Black Republican uh, War Leader Caucus, and uh, I brought up an issue, and it didn't really spark me. It didn't really spark until um, someone said, oh, man, psh, he's a Democrat, because I said an issue on, um, I think it was criminal justice reform, right? And I was just like, wow. So this whole time when people were saying, oh, he's a Republican, he's a Republican, and now someone says, oh, he's a Democrat, what you're really saying is, I don't agree with that, right? So, like, you know, th there's a such thing as liberal Republicans. Charlie Dent is a um, Charlie Dent is a liberal is a liberal Republican. And he his his constituency is out in uh, like middle 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 Pennsylvania. You know, there is a such thing as liberal Republicans. Uh, now, what's what, what's what's your biggest what's your biggest response to oh. other African-Americans? And we have by the way, we have a uh, like we have like. Like like six or seven, <laughs> like six or seven yeah like six or seven minutes uh, left. We got we got to hurry this. Okay, I want gotcha. I want um Tony and Lady Bella to, uh, to uh, speak too. So so yeah. I guess you can give your as you give your closing response. Gotcha. Um, I'll I'll also ask you this. Uh, what what 
first of all, and I believe you already stated it, but mm-hmm. w- what are the biggest, your biggest uh, motivation okay. for for keeping your party affiliation? And um, I want um, you to comment on the biggest concerns that black people have with the Republican parties. They don't yeah. support small businesses, um, tax breaks for the rich, and we don't get those breaks, um, and, 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 the, and the rest. And when you look at the, I don't, I don't think it's an economic thing either, because when you look at uh, the both candidates in the last election, you had Donald Trump, who's a millionaire, and Hillary Clinton, who's also a millionaire as well. You know, so we had two millionaires, and it was just like, well, you know, the Republicans are for the rich. Yeah, well, you know, Hillary Clinton didn't pretty, she kind of she kind of didn't bring up how much millions she make when she goes to uh, her J.P. Morgan speeches. But she didn't start off a millionaire. Huh? She didn't start off rich. She started off rich. Oh, well, th- and that's true, and that's true. But, uh, you know, it looks, at, it, lo- it looks like both of them, to me, were pretty well off. But it seems like one was more proud, and the other one was kind of try- more trying to ignore it. Because I think in the, in, the, in the Democratic Party, what you have a lot of candidates are, there's a lot of affluent people in the Democratic Party. But they kind of participate in it as if it's some type of charity, like you know, mm-hmm. as if some type of altruism. Like, okay, well, I'm actually well off, but I'm part of the Democratic Party to help the poor. Like, you know, that's that's kind of lazy to me. If you really want to help the poor, then come into the community. You know, kind of do more. Don't yeah. just Indeed. use the party Indeed. as a way to like yeah. receive altruism. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So, and and. And did, did you, you have you have something yeah, to say I to that? I wanted to say. Go ahead. You said that um, when you did your internship. Mm-hmm. So a couple things you did. You studied it in school. Yeah. You got true exposure. The average citizen doesn't, doesn't have, have that. That's true. So and you also said that the legislatures are primarily Republican. When you in when s- you come out with, in Pennsylvania, yeah. right? So when you come out of Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and, you, and they control the money. Yes. Okay. So because they control the money, that's why our Philadelphia school system suffers because the majority of the children who go to the Philadelphia public schools are poor and African American or other minorities. And the people in the rural areas don't want to pay for us to send our children to public school. I, I, I think that um, when, you, when you look at as well, too, as far as conservative and liberal, like, if you just look at the two word definitions, like liberal is more like, you know, to liberate or, or free people. And, like, you know, cons- or not just free people, but things as well. But when you look at the word conservative, I don't have to go into the full definition. It's uh, about conserving, right? Right. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's kind of a weird thing that we only look at Republicans as conservative because even in the Democratic mm-hmm. Party, it's things that we want to conserve too, such as mm-hmm. the public school education. You said we. Well, oh, I did say we. Yeah, you, when you, I, you I, I, I believe. He's, he's coming believe. to the light. These two parties <laughs> do have some things in common, and we can live together. And it's, uh, it's one thing. I do. We're going to one brainwash When I say we, one thing African Americans want to conserve a lot in our community is our schools. So that's a conservative issue. Mm-hmm. So if you want to conserve the public school system, then that's fine. But that you also acknowledge that that's a conservative issue. Me personally, I'm more of a fan and I'm more of a fan in, in, in school choice, only because I think that ever since Brown versus Board of Education, all of a sudden, public schools become a bad thing, <laughs> and you know we kind of get that we kind of get that taint towards it. So I say instead of giving the money necessarily to school districts, we should give the money to parents. So therefore, parents can have the right to choose where they should send their school because ra- how it's set up now, you choose your school where you choose where you live. And I don't think that's kind of fair because who, well, you know, who can really make that choice? Yeah, yeah, and schools will never really fully be integrated 
that way. Yeah. Now, so so um, thirty seconds. You guys, yeah. g- g- give us give it. Good to have you. Um, shows ending kind of abruptly. I'm sorry to, <laughs> sorry. to cut us off, but uh, and if you can give your closing statement in thirty seconds, inc- including um, on the topic and including uh, how we can support you, follow you, whatever we can do. Yes. Uh, well, you can if you if you guys follow Eric, you know, my Facebook page is is, is Robert Hunter. Um, also, uh, you can follow me on Instagram. It's uh, our community page is Save Ourselves, and that's sort of that's sort of Z on the end. Um, uh, I'm part of a lot of groups. Free Reign. Uh, one thing I'm sorry is uh, also looking to Fair Districts PA. Cause that's a that's another strong issue that I wanted to. Uh, that I want to speak on, but we may not have as much time to speak on. But uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not a politician, man. You know, <laughs> I'm just a regular. Out here, I'm just a after regular. he plugged 18 no, things. Oh, you're just like no, no. Mr. J, Mr. J, uh, James Jones. You're just yeah. giving us your opinion and sharing with us and making us understand why you're a Republican. And if that's all, because we're a part of the same team, aren't we, Robert? Yeah, yes, exactly. We God damn it. Yeah, he's, a de- he's a Democrat. I'm not a Democrat. <laughs> I'm not. It's too much corruption. Closet Democrat. It's too much corruption in the Philadelphia system for me to be a Democrat. Like it's such a it's such a large political machine in Philadelphia that it's so corrupt. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I found the best two Black Republicans I that exist, didn't I? Yes, today. Yes, today. Today. And we were we were lucky to be a part of hearing them, and um also getting some nice conversation because everyone else I deal with. It's like there's um, an election. Um, there's an election in May, just so everybody knows. Like there's an election in May, but there's also an election in November, right? And there's judges and it's uh, district attorneys. And I, I know you hear a lot when it's like uh, uh, when it's for presidency. You know, when when everybody's running for president, they have all these things: get out the vote, get out the vote. Mm-hmm. But if you notice that, it's not too many people saying that because your vote is actually a thousand, a million more times more important. So if anybody's mm-hmm. listening to this, uh, go out and vote in November uh, for district attorney in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I you know I endorse you know Beth Grossman, but you can you can vote however you want. I'm not telling you who to vote for, uh, and also you know get out and pick your judges. Good stuff, good stuff. Last statement, Lady Bella. Okay, you can follow me on the Diva Sixty Five Project. Just look me up. I'm on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> cool, and cool. just look me up on Facebook. Just look for Tony Crawley McDougal. Nice chatting with you. I'm gonna add you on Facebook. Nice. Shout out everybody on Facebook. <laughs> that, 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 yep, that's that's what we want. That's uh, that's what we want. Listen here. Next week we got. Uh, can pastors and ministers and reverends can they date openly? Oh, yeah, Come we go. Right. We going straight to the church. That's can right. pastors date openly on the Eric Terrell Show next week? Love is the most important thing, and that's what this show was all about. You understand? We are a part of one team, unity. All right, we are about love. Love yourself. Love other people. Love the truth, and love love. Okay, it's not hard to love love because all you've got to do is love God because God is love and God God did it. <laughs> God did it and God is a Democrat. Is a Democrat. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and then also too, man, also how many minutes do we have left? Zero. Okay, gotcha. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, Two well, seconds. well I want to say why isn't the NRA working with public schools, you know, in order to get schools more safely? Like, you know, we some people really want to conserve the right, right. to get their guns. But go ahead. I don't know. I don't know.